everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. I got to remember there are rules today. This is, in fact, a rules-based podcast. This is going to be restricting. This is cramping my style right now. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Is there, like, should we loosen it up? Do you want to do a no rules? We could. I can't change gears like that. Give me half an hour. Give okay. me an hour. Give me a few days. And then maybe I can adjust. Okay. I've been preparing for this for a long time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> let's, for like is, five minutes. This is rules, and I got to do rules. All right. Follow the rules. The cocktail of the week this week is the Jasmine's Cooler, or the Jasmine's Cooler. I don't think we've done this one. Jasmine. Jasmine. The finest dog I've ever seen. It's Jasmine. It's Jasmine. The finest dog I've ever seen, seen. She looked nihilistic, but she was actually quite nice. I miss that girl. Yeah. Um, so this is probably called the Jasmine's Cooler, but we're going to call it the Des Jasmine's Cooler. Yep. It's gin, Campari, triple sec, lemon juice, and then you top it with club soda. So it's like fizzy. It's red. It's kind of sweet. Pretty good. Fizzy red and sweet is pretty nice. Yep. Actually, that describes Jasmine. <clears throat> she was sweet. She wasn't really fizzy. Reddish. She was reddish. I guess that's true. Yeah, okay. so there you go. Two out of three is not so bad. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, this is going to be a dog update light and Florida Keys news heavy podcast this week. Maybe ramblings heavy if I get my way. Um, Why am I so loud? Because you just got the thing like way up by your mouth. Maybe I'm yelling. Am I yelling? You were yelling a little bit also. I have volume control issues. I, I would... Volume... I have volume... Um supervision issues <laughs> i'd move the mic a little closer to your mouth and then talk not quite as loud like don't yell at See, it that's not a good solution no, that's a little too quiet that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> this is all very confusing that's good what you did just there is good a lot of um <clears throat> males sometimes have volume control problems <laughs> in uh, early in the days of the pandemic when we were both like sorting out our working situation here i would just work on the couch which is where i always worked and gr dad was kind of freshly working at home in the office which is you know it's the room with the octopus rug so it's you know he's basically like 12 feet from me and gr dad talks very loud when he's on the phone with work people i am i somehow practiced got in my head learned to project right when i'm like talking in court you project or when you're talking on the record you project yeah and i kind of do the same with the phone especially when it's a like a tabletop or a you know not the phone with that i have on my ear i mean right? maybe but you're also really loud even with I headphones i am really loud and i don't it's a weird like i yell on the phone I think it, my weird. hypothesis is that like in an old school landline, you can hear yourself talking in the landline. Like yeah. your voice comes through the earpiece on a landline. So mm. you can kind of hear yourself. But on a cell phone, you don't hear yourself. Like it, it doesn't put your voice into the headphones. And so you actually on a landline kind of get a sense of how loud you are because it's playing in your ear. Maybe. But you don't get that sense on a cell phone. Maybe. And, and I think I was ruined by, like, you know, tabletop phones, too, where I was, like, yelling at the phone. Yeah. We had a lot of conversations where I was like, you don't need to talk that loud into your headset. Like, you can just talk at a normal voice. 
just because you just not yell into your headset i know it is kind of embarrassing i mean it's very much like do you not know how phones work <laughs> like do i have to yell all the way to singapore then no. i just rented an office so i could There's go someplace else and the problem was solved you could still hear me yeah <laughs> anyway all right i'm trying to mo- i'll try to modulate and not project the uh so before shortly before the podcast um our neighbor called me our next door neighbor and uh he just has gotten he was out of town and he just got back to the keys today and i was like hey and he's like miss jen uh zingo busy and i was like i don't think so he's like could you send him over here i need some help on my dock and i was like okay and so i go to get ingo and i was like ingo neighbor needs some help and then i hear the neighbor i thought i had hung up he's still on the phone he's like jen 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 (laughs) right now and i was like i'm coming so i'm like ingo's getting ready and i like run out the front door and he's fishing Yep. He's on his Off dock his fishing yeah. and he's he's like, I got something big on the line. I'm going to need you to help me like net it. And I was like, OK, I am a vegetarian. I don't fish, obviously. I mean, I have fished quite a bit in my life. I was going to say you have some muscle memory. Yes, uh, but I have not fished in a long time. Um, I feel bad for the fish. And so but he's clearly got something big on his line and he's trying to pull it in and he gives me a little net and then. Ingo comes over and, you know, like the little, you need a bigger net for this thing. So I'm like rummage around under his house and get the big net. And he's got like a four foot black tip reef shark on his line. Amazing. That we did eventually net and bring in. Almost as big as Vink. He's, he, I picked it up, right? Cause I, I put it in the net and he's like, how much is it? I'm like, I think it's like 40 pounds. Cause I'm like, it's like two thirds of a Vink for sure. Yeah. I, I had the same reaction. And, uh, it was big it was big what I was mean, it like we held, it was like four feet because it was against me it was about you were holding feet. it up so from its tail was at the top of your head and its nose was at your knees yeah so that's a i mean mm-hmm. you're six two so it was like four feet yeah. yeah it was pretty big i mean it's not like i mean sharks get way bigger than that but still i mean during shark week you know this is embarrassingly small <laughs> it's not the 14 foot colossus or whatever and neighbors like do you think i mean you can eat them should i keep it should i throw it back and it was like throw it back throw it back like, throw it back throw it back and uh what do you mean eat it i'm not eating no no <laughs> put it back so he pulled the hook out of his mouth and he goes like what's that other thing on there and it was somebody else's hook because this is apparently a stupid shark who got <laughs> caught twice <clears throat> but so an old but escaped hook. twice so maybe he's really charming uh, so they took out the new hook and they took out the old hook and then he's like, Jen, you want to throw the shark back? And I'm like, I sure did. So I hugged that shark, gave him a hug, threw him back in. And now I was just wearing a skirt. All of my legs are covered in little like spinities from the shark. Like skin teeth. It feels like if you went uncovered into an attic full of fiberglass insulation, that's what it feels that like. That sounds terrible. It's not the best. Not the best. But I did hug. I hugged the heck out of that shark. <laughs> well, he's got a friend now. Yeah. He's probably like, I, I had uh, this out-of-body experience. Where's the third, ba- the third hook I can bite? <laughs> so that was interesting. It was actually startling to see something that big, that close to where we kind of hang out and then the dogs swim. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. We can all coexist and peace and love. But that thing's big enough to... You know, tangle with Vink. It could have given us a, a little chomp. Uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it had a lot of teeth. Yeah, it did. Um, so anyway, that's our shark adventure of the day. I know. Is that ramblings or is that administrative or is that... That's just kind of intro. We are now moving on to administrative corner. 
Excellent. Okay. I was just waiting for that. <laughs> um, I have three items on administrative corner. This is good. One is, um, so I have an Instagram account, Southernmost Skeleton. Mm -hmm. It is uh, pictures of our skeletons that live in our backyard. Sometimes I bring them over to the neighbor's house and put them in their pools. I've realized that we don't have a lot of seating opportunities outside because there are skeletons in all the chairs. You can always take a skeleton out. Just toss it on you the know, ground. I haven't fine. actually thought that far, and I feel a little <laughs> bit bad for the, you know, skeletons. Um, anyway, once you hit about 5,000 followers on Instagram, they generally sign you up for Reels Play, which means you can make money on your Reels. I have like 4,200 followers on Southernmost Skeleton, and, and I believe I am currently the biggest skeleton influencer on Instagram. <laughs> um, but I would like to grow that to 5,000. So if you have an Instagram account, um, please go follow Southernmost Skeleton. I'll put a link in the show notes also. You know what would help? What? A bigger skeleton. I have a 12-foot Home Depot skeleton on order. Uh, I set an alarm for 6 a.m., because that's when they went on sale whenever it was two weeks ago oh. and i had been up all night with the dogs i think i finally got to bed at like 4 30 and i as i was going to bed i'm like i'm not turning off that 6 a.m alarm i'm getting that damn skeleton and 6 a.m the alarm goes off i pick up my phone i order a 12 foot skeleton and then i i texted ingo and i was like i got up to order this skeleton and now i'm going back to sleep so please don't wake me up so it'll be here where was i just you were i think you were bed. out on the poach no you were with the dogs oh i was breakfasting or something yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah. was it a, a must have been a thundery night i don't know i don't know Seems like that would have been a yeah problem so anyway there yeah there will eventually be a real big skeleton joining the crew um so that's item number one item number two is there are staffing shortages in the monroe county election supervisor office so they've actually had to close the marathon supervisor of elections office because they can't get anybody to come work there Ugh. so wait i could work there you could so they you they, could work there i've got a i got too much to do already fair enough so it is a salaried position it starts at forty three thousand dollars a year it includes paid vacation and sick leave plus insurance and retirement benefits they're happy if you just want to work through the november election at this point like they have full-time jobs that will go past that. But if you're just like fucking around and want to, <laughs> want to come live in the Keys for four months, you can apply to this job. And, you know, it's not like a ton of money, but you can get paid. You come down here. If you do it because democracy matters, you can come hang out with the squad if yep. you get hired. Um, so go to keys-elections.org and you can apply for this job. There's, I think there's actually several open positions. Wow. Yep. So yeah, Ingo, if you want to take on an extra... Do you have to live in Marathon? Thing? No. No, just anywhere in the Keys. Wow. Yeah. And there may be openings um, at the Key West office too, but I just know they had to close the Marathon office because they don't have enough people. What? I know. Paid, That's weird. Paid positions. They're, they're desperate to get people. So Did People just age out? What happened there? Yeah, they had, I think, three people retire and they've just had a hard time hiring people to come in. And the election supervisor is real sad. Oh, I know it, it was sad. So uh, we're putting sad. out a call. If you're looking for something to do for a few months and you want to come down to the keys or, you know, permanently work in the elections office, like that's a pretty cool job. Um, the requirements are pretty minimal. I don't even know that you need to have a bachelor's degree. Basically, you just have to pass a background check. So there you go. Oh, yep. Nice. 
I'll just put that out. If you get hired, let us know and you can come. Uh, we'll we'll set up a celebratory meeting with the squad. Yes, promise. The final administrative corner, which maybe this belongs under ramblings, but I just wanted to mention. Um, so as you know, I sing a song about the guaco man. He eats a taco man. Sometimes a choco taco man. He does tic tac so man. He does tic tac man. So anyway, the choco taco is being discontinued. The choco taco is. Um, it was a real thing. It's a real thing. I it was a rhyme. No, the ch- I know you probably thought that because I do sing about it. <laughs> uh, but I actually bought some choco tacos. We had them in the freezer for a while. It's like an ice cream sandwich in taco form, and I mean tacos are sandwiches, so it counts. So it's got like a waffle cone. Did you just try to slip that in there? This is uh, a live debate. Taco sandwich. Mm. Um, so it's like a waffle cone taco shell. And then it's got chocolate on the inside of the shell. And then ice, you know, just like a lining of chocolate on the inside of the shell. And then ice cream. And it's a like little frozen dessert. And so you, it's a choco taco. There already exists an ice cream sandwich. It's an ice cream sandwich. It doesn't have like that weird, like you buy an ice cream sandwich like at the grocery store and it's got that weird like chocolate outside, I guess, allegedly cookie part and it gets all stuck on your fingers. It does. This is a waffle cone taco shell. It's got like chocolate. I think it just negates the fact that taco is a sandwich. The fact that there's a taco ice cream and a sandwich ice cream and they're not the same. So obviously... Tacos are not sandwiches. I think that's just imperialism. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter because the Choco Taco has been discontinued. So because it's because it's already an ice cream sandwich. So go to your grocery store and see if you can uh, get a Choco Taco because there's not going to be any more coming. Hmm. It was not a staple for me, but it sounds actually pretty good. Vanilla They're ice not cream. Bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's like you know, like ice cream novelties from the grocery store. Generally, not the highest quality ice cream. I mean, there's like haagen bars, which are really good. Like there's some really good ones, but the the normal like run-of-the-mill stuff is like, mm, this ice cream's not the best. And this was kind of like that. But I mean, it's kind of like a drumstick. I think I grew up on mediocre vanilla ice cream, so I, I have a, a yeah. vast tolerance for that. Me I too. I think it's quite, it may not be the best. They do a good job of making it edible, <laughs> palatable, <laughs> tasteful, sweet. Yeah. All right. So that's administrative corner. Uh, dog updates. I only have one and it's minor, which I guess is good because it means it's a pretty okay week. Um, which is I took Nacho for his first paddleboard ride. So I took walk out for his paddle. I took hop outs for a paddle and I was like, let's see what happens with Nacho. And he was a little confused by the whole thing, but he did not jump off. That's pretty good. Um, that's better than other dogs. Yeah, it took a while to get him to lay down. He kind of just wanted to stand up there. But once he laid down, he was like, I don't really understand like why we're moving and where we're going because our house is over there. But I will look around. So he was okay. We just did a little one to get him used to it. But I think eventually he'll be pretty good as a paddleboard pal. Was he the one who was confronted by the snake? Was that Remy? So we had two snake incidents this week. Snake uh maybe on the same day maybe a day apart one is that nacho and i were out walking in the middle of the day and there's a snake in the middle of the road and nacho perks way up every time he sees a snake and uh so yeah there was that and then i had taken remy out for a walk at night so it was dark and i don't actually know i think i just had a sense of snakiness 
because it was dark. You may be, you may have a sense, like snake a sense. Si sixth snake sense, seventh snake sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we were coming back. We had gone for the walk and we had come back into the yard and uh, we were getting ready to like step from the driveway onto the like little landing under the stairs. And I stopped for some reason and I put on my flashlight and there was a big long snake up against the edge of the little patio like slab down there um snakes man they're out there these are all florida keys corn snakes so they're not venomous and they look cool though. they have that like pretty cool pattern I mean, yeah it's they're not like obvious that they're harmless because they have a very patterned skin yeah they're like red and orange they're very bright um so yeah two snake incidents i don't think we have any other dog updates this week nothing I'm nothing major except that they're go all good boys and girls nacho yeah and girls of course, they're the best. Yep. Goes without saying. But Nacho is settling in a bit. But he's still a hyper puppy. But Agree. he's but he's got his patches of mellowness are getting slightly longer. <laughs> I mean it's not much, but it is something. All right. So that's it for dog updates. Ingo, I see you ready to read your first item under ramblings. I like to be is this ramblings or key uh, all right so we have one two three four maybe five six do you want to save that till we get to the key stuff we got a lot of stuff to talk about yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine okay i'm just over prepared you know me all right so this is florida news but not florida keys news uh woman on fishing boat off florida coast stabbed by 100 pound fish <laughs> so this is up a little bit north of palm beach this i think sounds like one of those bad shark movies or sharknado it, or something it really does uh, so this is from CNN. A 73-year-old woman was airlifted to a hospital after being stabbed by a 100-pound sailfish. She's 70 pounds? She's 73 years old. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. That's objective. Uh, so there's a dude on the boat fishing. He's trying to reel in this sailfish. And then the sailfish began to charge at the boat and then jumped out of the water and stabbed the woman in the groin while she was standing next to the boat's center console. Unbelievable. So sailfish are uh, like marlins and like swordfish. They got a big, long, pointy nose. Seriously. Good for stabbing, apparently. Wow. Um, so it just like... It's like, oh, you're going to catch me. No, I'm going to catch you. <laughs> and it's like, swim, 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 swim. They swim so fast, swim, swim, swim fast. Like, pshew, out of the water. I was watching Shark Week. Shish kebab. Stabbed this lady in the, in the leg. Groin. So apparently she's doing okay. She's stable. I bet she was pretty surprised to have a fish stuck through her leg. It said it happened so fast she didn't even have time to react. I bet she cursed. I would curse. Um, and then I would say, Nice job, fish. <laughs> Reluctantly, I admire what you did there. Now, they, could you remove your sword from my groin? <laughs> they did not report what happened to the fish. Uh, yeah, who knows? Good luck, fish. Uh, another Florida story, not a Florida Keys story, but a Florida man story. Florida man accused of stealing vehicle, driving to Space Force Base to, quote, warn the government. <laughs> this is in Brevard County, where a lot of fucked up shit happens. Mm. The Brevard County Sheriff's Office says a man was arrested Friday. Corey Johnson, 29, from Ocala, told deputies he'd taken a Ford F-150 without the owner's permission three days before driving it to Patrick Space Force Base. According to deputies, Johnson said he didn't know who owned the vehicle. Upon investigation... It wasn't him. Nope. I know it wasn't him. <laughs> so they found it was stolen. 
Brevard County deputies say when Johnson tried to get on the base, he claimed to be warning the government about a fight happening between Chinese dragons and U.S. aliens. <laughs> Johnson also told deputies he was sent by the president of the United States to give the warning and that in his mind, he had heard the president tell him to steal the vehicle. This is classic stuff. He was arrested. He's facing charges for grand theft of a motor vehicle. Now, granted, Space Force sounds made up, too. He's going to the Space Force base. Come on. I have a friend who's in the Space Force. Uh, I'm sorry for your friend. Uh, Johnson is in custody at Brevard County Jail. He's looking for those lizard alien whatever. Chinese <laughs> dragons and U.S. aliens. <laughs> sorry, no lizards. <laughs> um, the one other, I guess this will transition us into Taste of the Keys. Your transitions are excellent. This is sort of a transitional story. Speaking which is, of transitions. <laughs> we've mentioned last week that uh, Christmas in July was this last weekend. And we did indeed go to the Christmas in July brunch. Uh, we did not have PJs. I actually found great Christmas PJs with shorts. I sleep in my boxers. <laughs> I, and you were not going to wear... I don't know if you have Christmas boxers, but you were not going to nah, wear those out to Not here, because anyway. they're probably warm. <laughs> um, but I did find christmas pjs with shorts on amazon but for some reason like it's our amazon comes through like the mail right like we don't have amazon delivery drivers or warehouse it comes through the mail and like amazon deliveries now take two weeks to get here like they're all just really backed up it just suddenly decided everything's going to take at least 10 days yeah it, it happens every you know couple times a year and so even though i was like way out ahead of time um it's like yeah it'll take two weeks and then you can have them so uh, we went kind of in Christmassy colors. If you follow my salt and glitter account, there's a picture of us dressed up for it. And really, you should. Um, so anyway, that was pretty good. But the one thing that I will note is that every year at Christmas, I participate in Whamageddon, um, which I know we've talked about. But in case you did not listen to the older po podcast, Whamageddon begins on December 1st and it goes until December 24th at like 11:59 p.m. basically it stops on christmas day and the goal is to not hear last christmas by wham you lose if you hear it yeah only the original covers are fine somebody singing it is fine just the original you have to avoid hearing it which is quite a task especially if you like you go into like a cvs or someplace indoors that plays music i have won whamageddon the last three years I'm very proud of this non-accomplishment. And uh, we were doing Christmas in July, sitting out on the porch having brunch. <laughs> and uh, it came on and I had this instant sinking feeling in like the pit of my stomach. And then I was like, I'm good as July. I think you're done for 2022. Nope, you already lost. Extremely clear rules. Earliest of ever loss. No, no. <laughs> no, you're done. Because you're even in the clear on like Black Friday. Like it starts December 1st. Oh, fair There's enough. There's one time that I thought I lost because it was like December, uh, November 28th. And I was like, fuck, I heard it already. Yeah. No, it starts on December 1st. So there you go. <laughs> That's very lawyerly rules. Good job. Good All job. All right. Uh, the rules for Whamageddon are extremely clear. <laughs> There's a pay. There's a website. I mean, it's a little bit like golf, whereas it's a complete honor system and it's self-reported and you if you cheat only you lose but i'm not cheating i'm not no i'm not i'm i'm not i know oh, you're that's not. true i'm yes. just saying the reason it's funny that there are so many rules is like it's just completely self-enforced right there's and no prize nothing. there's no prize no. right you get nothing but the fact that there are all these rules are you know it's just like you can tell people just want to have the satisfaction of having won honestly 
So here's what we have for Taste of the Keys this week. You have your printed article in front of you. Yes, I do. I have two stories of murders, one story of an attempted murder, and oh one story of a deer my theft. Goodness. This Shit is... has been going down, and we haven't even talked about mini season yet. What the? What the? You and boy. Let's do murders first. This is like a palate cleanser. So whenever you want your palate cleansed. Maybe we'll do, do that last. Bad stuff. Yeah. All right. So let's do the murders first. There's two domestic violence murder things. Um, both of these guys got arrested. So one guy called 911. This is July 14th. And he reported that his girlfriend shot herself in the head with his handgun, basically committed suicide. He told the dispatcher that she shot herself in the head in the kitchen. But the deputies did not believe his story. Because they're good deputies. Um, yeah. And then they investigated and they found that the facts did not match that claim. So on Friday, while he was already locked up in the county jail on Stock Island for a week, he got charged with murdering his girlfriend and his bond was set at a million dollars. Um, he was already in jail on a $40,000 bond for violating a no contact order that was meant to keep him away from the girlfriend. Boy, that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got a restraining order. He violates it and is like, yeah, she shot herself in the head. And they're like, mm-hmm. So they, so they said, whatever happened, you violated the no contact rule. Yep. So like they clearly knew right away. Yeah. Right. And so then they charged him with that. Prime suspect anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the guy is listed as a listed as a mechanic in the jail records. He was living in a makeshift apartment inside a warehouse in Marathon. Mm -hmm. He says the girlfriend had stayed with him sometimes and slept in a storage unit that he owned. Ugh. And the I think this is the prosecutor, uh, the state's attorney, assistant state's attorney, says we went out to the scene. There's no running water, no bathroom. It's just a storage unit. So there's a couch and a bed. Nobody's obviously supposed to be living there, but they kind of made it into a living situation. Um and the girlfriend had called the cops a bunch of times and uh for domestic violence eventually she checked into the domestic violence shelter in the keys and then he shows up and says that she committed suicide even though he had a thing um so i don't need to read the whole list of like really terrible stuff that he did to her they've got a laundry list of all of the domestic violence that he had perpetrated this is gwen filosa by the way mm -hmm. a Good. friend um friend of the squad friend of the squad yeah and we're gonna we're gonna talk about quite a bit of gwen's work this week um she had no suicidal tendencies or anything uh, no mental illness none of those kinds of problems so they eventually charged the guy um he was already in jail so they didn't have to take him to jail because he was already in jail he was kept in jail so that's murder number one. Unless you can come up with a million dollars, which, you know, If you're not living so in a storage unit, I'm guessing you're not coming up with a million dollars. not live in a storage unit. Then, Key's man, covered in blood, was charged with beating his girlfriend to death, deputies say. A routine stop for a blown car tire led Key West officers to discovering a bloodied driver who had left a grisly scene where authorities say he beat his girlfriend to death. Ugh. I think... I think that's enough. That's all we kind of have to say. I just want to say deputies that. are proving their worth these, this week. Yeah. So people being fucking crazy in the keys. Um, <coughs> men. <coughs> men. All right. Uh, speaking of, nobody dies in this next one, but it's also fucking crazy. Uh, keys woman, 42, 
lit sheets on fire while boyfriend, 24, slept. Yeah, this is... So let's flip also around nuts. the gender roles. Fair enough. A 42-year-old marathon woman faces two felony charges after deputies accused her of lighting bed sheets on fire while her <laughs> 24-year-old boyfriend slept on Thursday, burning his foot in the process. <laughs> so this is also up in marathon, I think. Um, yeah, so the two of them had an argument. The boyfriend went to bed. He woke up to the sheets being on fire. And the girlfriend saying that she was calling the police. Um the girlfriend seemed drunk she admitted that she set the sheets on fire the boyfriend apparently was okay so you know the yeah advice that couples always get is don't go to bed angry if he'd followed that he probably wouldn't have got his foot burned i guess that's true yeah um so she faces felony charges of arson and battery as well as misdemeanor arson charge she was taken to jail it's just a little foot burning uh, <laughs> all right and then the final <laughs> story uh two men arrested after f in the florida keys after deputies find an injured deer in their car there's pictures of the deer the pictures are not too gruesome but the deer's like what the fuck am i doing in this car so these Fair two question, guys actually. all right these two guys are from miami i think they're from up in the mainland they're 38 and 45 so they're not like 20 year olds they get pulled over in marathon Mar everything happening in marathon uh so he pulled over in Marathon, and let me just make sure I've got... Yeah. And the deputies find a key deer in the back of their car. Good job, like deputies. On top of a bunch of stuff. The guys say they hit the deer in Marathon when they came over the seven-mile bridge, and then were trying to help the deer. Help the deer. So listen. Jamming in their car. There are no key deer in Marathon. The key deer the key deer refuge is on big pine key that's where the vast majority of the deer live there's also like no name key which is connected to big pine key but it's not on the one road you go like up to the end of big pine key and then you go over this weird bridge and then you're on no name key and there's like not much there which i think you'd expect from something called no name key but there's a bunch of deer up there yep that's where the vast majority of the deer are and then like we have maybe like five deer on our key and we're kind of the bottom of the range there's a handful of them on other keys. But once you, so like there's us, we're like the western side. We've got a couple of them. Southern on Route 1, Southern right? slash yeah. western. Um, and then you go towards, we're at mile marker 17. You go towards Big Pine, which is like mile marker 35. That's where most of them are. And then if you continue towards Miami out of Big Pine, there's like a couple little keys. There's Boca Chica State Park. And then there's the seven mile bridge, which goes across seven miles of Spoiler open water. Spoiler alert, it's seven miles it's long. seven miles long. And it's, there's nothing in between because otherwise the bridge wouldn't be that long. It would stop on something in between. Also, deer don't go on the bridge. No. That, that has never happened. There's not like a pedestrian walkway on the mm -hmm. bridge. It's a two lane road with like half a shoulder on either side. And it's seven miles long. So, like, even if a bridge were like, I'm going over, a deer were like, I'm going to go on the bridge. Not for seven miles, you're fucking not. No. Is the deer going to swim seven miles through the open water? Absolutely not. There are no key deer on Marathon. Yep. Period. Does not happen. These guys are fucking lying. I'm sure they hit that deer on Big Pine Key. Yep. And they freaked out because the key deer are endangered. And if you hit a key deer with your car, there's a $10,000 fine. And so they freaked out because they hit the deer. 
And so they just threw it in the back of their car. They so removed they the evidence is what they thought they were doing. You're not even allowed to touch a key deer. You can't You're not allowed to them. feed them. You're not allowed to pet. No. <clears throat> you can look at them longingly. That That's it. So, I, I mean, this is my hypothesis, which I have put forth on Twitter. Um, so, anyway, the deer was still alive that was in the back of their car. So, it was taken to be treated. Uh, Gwen Filosa, deserving of a Pulitzer Prize, has been chasing down Please. this story. Follow her on Twitter because she updates every day everybody that she's calling trying to get news on the deer. N- the Fish and Wildlife the key deer refuge the state there they all say no comment when she asks about the deer mm. she apparently found the vet who treated the deer she knows the vet and the vet was told by the authorities that they are not allowed to comment on what happened to the deer suspicious mm-hmm. suspicious so we don't know if the deer made it or not uh we do know that the guys were taken to jail I think someone has a deer at home and it's living as a pet and they don't want to be busted. It's not us. Oh, as far... No comment. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that fucking enough? We got two murders. Unbelievable. Some lady setting the sheets on fire and somebody trying to steal a damn deer. And we still haven't talked about mini season. No comment. Oh, no, wait. That's the deer situation. Mini season. This is the like two day lobster season. It started at midnight last night. Um... You know, like 12.01 Wednesday morning, and it goes until 11.59 on Thursday night. It's actually been fine so far. There's there's a few more tourists around, but it hasn't been bad by us. It, it, it was less dramatic than last year when it seemed like it was Grand Central Station outside of our... Well, we didn't have a dock back then. Now yeah. we have a dock. Yep. Everything has been fine so far. Yep. Yep. That's right. We have... That's right. We have plans. <laughs> Defenses. All right. Tell, give us this palate cleanser. This is a story from Key West from July 7th. So it's a little while ago. I was going to say a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but it's a great story. Headline. I'm not going to give the headline. That gives everything away. I'm not a journalist. I can build this up from zero. This is kind of a sad story, but there's a happy part which we're focusing on. Oh, yeah. There's, so there's two. Um, there's a couple that lives in Key West. Young young couple bailey thomason and justin bernston bernson they live in key west and the other day they were at well a couple weeks ago they were having dinner at a bar Mm -hmm. and their landlord called them and said your house is on fire and we can't get your dogs out that's a call no one wants to get oh my god Nightmare call. Yeah, they're terrible. So the couple works as a boat captain and a coral restoration practitioner, respectively, which I'm guessing means he works as a boat captain and she works as the coral restoration practitioner because I can't see the respectively. <laughs> That's like several paragraphs ago. So he, they biked back to their house approximately 1.5 miles. And probably the fastest they've ever biked. That's what it says. I've never pedaled so hard, said Thomason. Um, they could see the smoke and fire from like a mile away. I it mean, was a it was big a huge fire. fire. It was a big fire. Did so we see that fire? We saw smoke from it, I think. I remember that yeah. fire happening. And it kind of maybe it was just it on was. Twitter, but there were a lot of updates. Flames from the, the duplex were going 40 feet or more in the air. There yeah. were two fire trucks and many firefighters dancing the flames. They have two dogs. 
Sadie and Jib. Jib. Sadie is a North Carolina rescue. She's about five years old. And Thomason said, Bailey Thomason says, you hear people talk about their soul dogs, and Sadie is definitely mine. Oh, She's been my so best friend for the last few years. So nice. And then Jib is sort of a pit bully looking one, is a rescue from the Florida Keys SPCA in Key West. He's a true conk. Yep. He's three to four years old, because he's a rescue, and he's a hugger. He won't let go. And she says his smile will get you every time. So they get there, and there's two fire trucks, there's 40 foot flames. And the dude, um, Justin Burnson, just ran in to get his dogs. He, he's like, I don't care. I'm House running House on in. fire? Fuck it. He didn't care. Yep. And, and he was lucky that the room where Jib's dog crate was and the bedroom where Sadie was too was the last on the entirety property to burst into flames. Jib was just standing there, ears just so excited to see me, Benson said. <laughs> Benson also knew that Sadie would be hiding nearby, and she was. That was nearly half an hour after the fire started. So he grabbed Jib and called Sadie's name. She emerged, and a firefighter grabbed her. Everyone got out, and EMTs put Benson and both dogs on oxygen. <laughs> and they were both still alert, and outside of bloodshot eyes have made an ex amazing recovery, said Benson, about Sadie and Jib. So it's... It, it was just very brave for him to just run in, yeah, get the dogs, and, and successfully get them. So they stayed, the pair stayed watching for several hours, watching everything they owned go up in flames. The biggest loss was Benson's inventory for his apparel company, Wanderlust Hats, because everyone in the Keys has a side gig. Mm, oh, we sure do. The firefighters used an unprecedented amount of water, spraying from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. the next wow. day to make sure it didn't reignite. So they said, we lost everything except, you know, the clothes we had on and the two dogs. The Keys community countered the tragedy with support, kindness, and donations. Having just moved from the Upper Keys in January, the couple didn't know any people, didn't know many people. But Key West businesses, 22 and Co. and Mary Ellen's hosted charity bingos and vibrator races <laughs> for their benefit. And the owner of Captain's Corner, where Benson works, gave them a temporary place to stay. So it's very nice. They also have a GoFundMe. The, um, and the status a, of their yeah. GoFundMe, they had a $20,000 goal and they have raised $20,100. That's great. Yep, we donated to them. But we did not enter the vibrator races. I d you know, if I had known about them, <laughs> we totally would have gone. You just never know who to bet on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's a great key story. The 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 boyfriend goes in there and catches and gets the two dogs out of the burning fire, and uh, everyone's fine. Yep. And they may have lost their clothes, but they have their dogs. Yep. And they're you know people have been generous, and they're going to get their stuff back. Jib and Sadie. Of course, we would do the same thing. Of course, we would. Um. All right, Ingo. The two remaining items are German word of the week, and then Ingo Corner. So the podcast is now yours. Wait, I have a corner? Ingo Corner is for you to say all the stuff that you didn't say. <laughs> it's it's the Ingo wrap up How at the good end. the dogs are? So the people who just want it to be done can just skip because we're done with all the <laughs> updates. That's when you're more pissed off at me. I think I'm fine today. <laughs> uh, German word would be Zottelik. Zottelik. Spell it. Z-O-T-T-E-L-I-G. 
Zottelig. Zottelig. And it's, it's not onomatopoeia, right? But it kind of is a messy word to describe it's being shaggy or wooly. Mm-hmm. Like a Zotteliger Hund is a shaggy dog. Yeah. Would you say St. Patrick was Zottelig? Zottelig? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Zottelig. He was shaggy, fluffy, fantastic. He was Zottelig. Zottelig. Und fantastisch. <laughs> shaggy, fluffy, fantastic. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what the word for fluffy would be. Flauschig. Zottelig, flauschig und fantastisch. I'd have to put that to a different tune. Well, yeah, I mean, German is hard to synchronize. Somebody, uh, one of our followers had tweeted that they wanted me to listen to this song. I, it's So it looks like Layla in English. Layla. Layla in German. Oh, my goodness. DJ Robin is the artist. <laughs> it's uh, it's like, not it's not it's like a party anthem yeah it's like it's been on the top of the charts for a long time in germany um and they wanted me to do a blind listen which i did i recorded it except like from underneath and it's like the most unflattering video of me ever ever which is why i didn't post it uh i love this song so much as long as i pretend i don't know the words because it's basically about a guy who owns a brothel talking about this hot girl that works at the brothel and then everybody's singing about how great she is so that's kind of it it's yeah. like i own a brothel and this girl who works there here is like hot and everybody's like she's totally hot and that's, and that's it. it then yeah. it stops <laughs> and then it repeats yeah and it's just like party yep. party party and then it's like i went to the brothel and i looked and like she was super hot <laughs> we love her and then leela she's hot yeah like that's it the that's the entirety of the song that's about right but uh, it's it, problematic but it's a banger of a song oh my god it's so good it's like very <laughs> Like mid to late 90s techno, <sighs> like or dan party dance music. Party dance. It's not techno it's not in the techno, techno sense. No. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. I was like, all right, well, this is my favorite song now. It is like Oktoberfest beer hall music or, you know, anywhere where you have a tent full of drunk people, they're going to sing this Lila from now on. It's really fun. I'm going to see if I can. I don't know if I can play it where we can like listen to it on the podcast. I don't know if the sound works. That sounds we, a little bit more techno than the song. We can hear that just in our headphones. Hang on, let me hang on a second. Let me pause this here. We'll have to see how that comes through in the podcast. That's a banger <laughs> of a song. It, like I, I was playing it and I was uh, very instantly flashed back to some specific parties I went to in college, even though that you know it's like twenty years. I mean, later. this is the stuff they play in like the 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 bars in like Mallorca, where all the Germans are like la 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 la. I mean, or probably singing at soccer songs now, at soccer games now too. Well, we'll see. Right there's a there's going to be some Germans at the euro cup even yeah it's in England, if you're right? looking for something to watch this weekend there's the finals of the euro cup germany england i think it's on sunday yeah playing in london so it'll probably be earlier here later there yeah how do you uh root for germany in a way that doesn't come off as being a nazi well i say i barrack for them but uh but uh how do i wait how what now <laughs> like you can't it's uh, all fine since 2006 what does that mean there was the the 2006 world cup in which Germany did pretty well and it became socially acceptable to fly German flags again. 
Oh, interesting. The summer, the summer of love. It was like, <laughs> and they decided that it was okay to be patriotic without being nationalistic. It there's a real kind of fine line. I feel like it's walking. Like you can't be Deutschland, Deutschland über alles, right? No, 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 no. But no. you can be a soccer fan and enjoy supporting your team and you know love your players. But and like, all what's that. the chant that you can do? Ugh. Like I don't know. There's, there's is there like the German equivalent of like USA? No, USA. it's ole, 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 ole. I mean, everybody does that. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, I guess it's that's a, how you it's do it. U- it unites everyone. <laughs> I, I do not know that there's a G- Germany, Germany, Germany chant. There might be. I, I haven't, you know, been in German yeah. stands. Um, and who knows what the what the what it is for the Euro women's mm-hmm, games? Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. Um, great. All right. So that's our German word of the week. Uh, Ingo Corner, any final thoughts you want to share? You are absolutely welcome to not share any here, but this is your chance. You're like looking around trying to find stuff. <sighs> I had something and it, I forgot it, but yep. that's okay. I can. I mean, I can pause and give you a minute. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. I discovered that I still miss voodoo a lot oh. and that it's somewhat triggered by Nacho's somewhat voods like behavior. He yeah. kind of likes to mess stuff up. He's and he got likes a lot of food in him. He likes to look for stuff to mess up. He hasn't discovered toilet paper yet, but, you know, he clearly is on the path to that. Every time I open the dryer, Nacho appears behind me to look for those dryer <laughs> balls uh, or to mess with stuff. And he's definitely always mess. He, like, roams the halls looking for things yeah, that aren't does. nailed down. He also barks like Voods with his mouth open. He opens his mouth. Yeah. And keeps it open. Keeps it open and barks with it open. Ah! Ow! Yeah, and the weird drinking is kind of what Voods would have done, too, if he hadn't learned to drink first. It's in the Voods spirit. It's just like, I'm not even going to bother closing my mouth or whatever. I'm just putting my whole end underwater. The person who runs the Voods Foods account, fan account, uh, sent us a, a letter today that we were reading, and we both started crying. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it it's was, it, weird. There's nothing wrong with the letter. We were just like, "Fuck, we miss that dog so much." Yeah, it di- it still hasn't completely sunk in that he's not like just boodling around downstairs right I now. Know. Like, that, I think that like I miss him more because of that because it feels like he should be here and like he's not here. Yeah, but even when he was here, he was like downstairs a lot, like not coming yeah. in. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we got to go get him. Yeah. And then, like, there's no him to go get. That's exactly right. He's in the back of the car still because he wouldn't ooze out. Yeah. No, he's not. He's no. not. Man, do I miss that dog. So we miss him. He had an oversized <laughs> influence on the world. Good job, Boots. Hope you're happy up there. I was thinking today, like, how much I miss him, but also the, a thing that is a a kind of theme with me which is i remember like all of the like good and quirky and weird parts about him and not the fact that i spent most of my time on edge waiting for him to have a seizure like there was a lot of very stressful stuff and also like that he would eat anything that was like below shoulder height in the house i mean nacho is enjoying a world without foods which means nacho can have like chew toys occasionally because like the number of toys they won't be digested Yeah. yeah Um, like there is a lot of stress with Boots. I don't remember any of that part. I just remember right. like his no, no, I, I don't cute little face. All the reasons we, we 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 were cursing him all the time because he was such a pain. We didn't sleep very well because he was always like every night. We every were on edge, and he would make weird noises. He'd also get up at like three a.m. and go ow. And like, ow. Oh my God. <laughs> I've decided I need a distraction. 
dog. Yeah. Uh, speaking of foods, I what a transition! What a great transition! <laughs> this is Ingo's corner, and I'm I'm like co-opting it. Nah, it's okay. uh, the artwork is finished for the Voods New Challenge 5K <laughs> six hour and short walk lay down refuse to continue <laughs> uh, races. Um, so hopefully tomorrow I'll get that posted. I just got the final. Wait, are people going to actually sign up for this to lie down and refuse to continue? I predict the that the challenge, the short walk lay down refuse to continue distance, <laughs> will be the most popular of the races. I can't pick up every. Everyone. it's just it's just beyond i'm just a man i'm, <laughs> I'm just, just a man, man. <laughs> um yes i think that will be the most popular of the races um so it's we're gonna put the the little logo on merch we're just gonna put it up on red bubbles so you can get a running shirt you can get a you know water bottle whatever with it on there um optional right you can just like order from red bubble whatever you want uh but we are gonna have medals so basically when you sign up for the race uh, we'll probably have an option with no metal that'll be like 10 bucks and so you can we'll have a thing where you can print yourself a bib off the internet and submit your time um and then i was looking at the prices it'll probably be like 35 dollars to sign up and get a medal shipped to you hmm. um so you can you still get to submit your time and you can print off the bib on the internet and then part of that thirty five dollars will go towards the Golden Ratio Foundation. Um, part of it will go towards like you know postage and shipping and metal costs and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so that's the that's the tentative plan. I'm going to pull all the details together and hopefully tomorrow Thursday uh, we'll have the details up and you can see this artwork i'm looking at it and it's so cute it's got like cartoon boots and it totally looks good like thing it. i'm already a red bubble power user this will be good <laughs> you don't have to buy <laughs> i'll i'll get whatever merch you I want i want to enter this race it's gonna be awesome you, the merch is great you can do it for free nah get out of here <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back into our pocket the more i give them the more we make mm. we'll be rich i tell you we'll be rich <laughs> I'm investing everything in woods. We did, uh, we by you, uh, I mean, by we, I mean, you bought a Mega Millions ticket, so we may have a billion dollars. We by may have the a weekend. B- billion dollars by what Saturday night is the drawing or something? I think it's Friday. Oh, we better stay on top of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to spend the money already because I think we're going to win. Billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if we get, if we win a billion dollars, we'll close down the Golden Ratio Foundation. I'm not a stupid person, but every time I buy a lottery ticket, I expect to win. And I'm honestly disappointed when I get like <laughs> no numbers. We, nev- like, we never get any I, numbers. How can I get no <laughs> numbers? I mean, there's not that many numbers. And I ha- it looks like there's a lot on that page and like nothing matches. What is going on? How do we have like 10 lines and win zero dollars? Like we don't even get a two dollar line. <laughs> I, terrible. It's, I mean... That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm like also lightning proof or something. Like somehow this this beating the odds should work both ways. Did like, I tell you I almost got struck by lightning once? Um, No. And I would like to hear this story. I was outside in a lightning storm. Why? Um, I don't Were really you flying a kite with a key attached? Because w- I've heard that's a thing. I was not. Come uh, on. <laughs> but I was kind of out in this field and lightning struck the ground approximately five feet away from me yikes was it really loud it was the loudest thing i'd ever heard in my whole life but more importantly like the entire world went white like it was a brightness like i have never experienced my eyes kind of burned out from it it was so 
loud and so bright wow and kind of hot feeling which is not super surprising um i felt kind of before it happened i felt like all of the hairs on my arms oh my up. Like, I felt that's tingly. what they say you're mm-hmm. getting like you're getting all the electrons yeah but i didn't get zapped like i didn't feel like it felt kind of tingly beforehand oh but i you, you should know, have told me is we have to nurture your superpower there's like a black spot on the ground where it hit it you, you have you have superpower now you oh. we just have to figure out what it is do you hear really you smell really well I which is kind i of can a waste. smell a lot of stuff that may be a dumb superpower <laughs> I mean, that's like the least, uh, not a lot of movies about the super smelling, you know, (laughs) superhero. Oh, well. Well, I'm glad you didn't get blown up. Me too. One of my colleagues, like he had posted on Facebook a couple weeks ago that a similar thing happened to him like a couple weeks ago. He's like, I was just outside and like I almost got hit by lightning, like for real almost. And he, I was like everything you just said like that happened to me too like I'm you really feel it okay. beforehand a little bit i felt like like all of a sudden like all my bits stood up that's so weird yeah but it like didn't hit me immediately like not very long i mean you didn't have much time to oh, think like about one it. second maybe okay, yeah react, just like yeah. i was like what's going on with me and then it was like everything was like Yeesh. my wow eyes were burned out and my ears were burned out and there's literally grass burned out in front of me it was super bright and Man. loud and smelled weird i think you might have a hot superpower that we don't know about besides the smell no, i'm could glad be, i didn't get hit could just be the smell but that's a waste get zapped again <laughs> and see if you can get like super Me. super vision no, or something no. i mean that'd be super if, speed mm. you have super endurance maybe that's why <laughs> maybe that's it yeah maybe that's why yeah all right i mean that's fine no nah. we we gotta look deep more deeply for the power <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else for Ingo Corner? I'm sorry. I kind of co-opted Ingo Corner, but this is a real weird podcast. No dog updates and all kinds of co-opted. You're the boss. Uh, No, I got nothing. They're all really good dogs. I mean, they're a weird dynamic compared to what we had before, but we've always had weird dynamics for the last, you know, since we had the four. Mm -hmm. We just add crazies. Yeah. Just a, a variety, a wide, rich tapestry of wild dogs weird dogs (laughs) all right everyone well until next week don't light anybody's sheets on fire slava ukraini don't bite anyone unless they ask you to good advice and go i know bye bye